Hey you, welcome on the Swiss Yogi Podcast, a safe place to be, breathe and flow. I'm your host, Audrey. I'm a Swiss yoga teacher, a sound healer, and a soon-to-be psychologist. Every two weeks, we come together to dive into the world of yoga, sound healing, mental health, and embark on the journey of self-discovery, self-awareness, and self-love. So make yourself comfortable, and let's begin. Hey everyone, I hope you're doing well. Welcome on episode 5 of the Swiss Yogi Podcast. I hope you are enjoying the Christmassy vibes, that you're spending time with your family, with your friends, spending time walking through Christmas markets and eating anything and everything that makes you happy. It is the last episode of 2023. It's crazy to say this because this means that there are actually other episodes and that the podcast exists. It is a baby podcast. It went out on the 2nd of November. So it's a new project, a very exciting project. And thank you for being here and for listening to me, flowing with me and meditating with me. 2023 is coming to an end and it has been a hell of a year for me. I had my bachelor degree in psychology in January. I started my master's in clinical psychology in February. I graduated as a sound healer. I finished my training in January as well. I launched my first own class. I've been teaching in a studio for five years, but this year was the first time where I actually created my own class from A to Z. It was um, a really amazing experience. And actually the last class was yesterday. So it was a beautiful moment. It has been a beautiful adventure. I met a lot of beautiful people and it was amazing energies in there. Combining yoga and sound healing is really a beautiful combination and I'm really excited to do more of this in the future. I also created the name, created my brand, the Swiss Yogi. This one is a very exciting one. It was at the back of my head for quite a while and it just sounded really right when I was talking with my boyfriend when we were going to India and everything just aligned and I was like, yeah, let's go. It really feels good. It really resonates. And I'm so happy with this. Also, we could say that the YouTube channel is also from 2023 because I actually started in 2022, but it was more of an experience thing. I was trying out some few things. And the first video, actually the first real video came out in February 2023. Um and finally, the podcast. This is the last baby that was born in 2023, um, November 2nd. And it was really at the back of my mind for a while. It's uh, a format that I really enjoy. I have a lot of project for this um, and really creating a safe space where we can talk about uh, psychology, personal development, and also flow in another way, flowing only by audio. Um, it's really a beautiful way of, of moving. I really enjoy that format. I really enjoy uh, offering this format, but also doing it um, and also meditation and sun bath in the future. So it has been an amazing journey 2023. Uh, and with amazing journeys and, and great project comes also a lot of challenges, a lot of emotion, different emotions. And I would say a lot of lessons. So this podcast is about the eight lessons I've learned in 2023. 
it is a different aspect of my life, personal, um, work-related, uh, study-related. So a bit of everything here. Um, so this talks about my experience. Maybe it won't resonate, but maybe it will. Um, and I think it's still pretty interesting facts that really helped me unlock a few things and um, allowed me to see life or aspects in a different way. And that's why I wanted to share them with you because maybe you'll be able to take something out of this. And also, if you have lessons that you learned in 2023, um, please don't hesitate to, to share them with me. I would love to hear about it on um, Instagram or contacting me by email or here directly on the comment section of Spotify and Apple Podcasts. I don't really have a special order for all of my lessons. I mean, they're all important. I do have to start with one, so we'll go. We'll go with that one, and I'll still finish with uh, a really um, positive and celebrating not a note on the eighth lessons. So make yourself all comfy. We're not moving. We're not flowing today. Um, yeah. So make yourself all comfy. Maybe grab something nice to drink, and let's begin. So the first three lessons are actually quite connected, but I still decided to divide them in three lessons because they have their own subtlety. And the first one is you don't need to have a defined plan. And this is real because, to be honest, I really didn't know in the end of 2022 way I would be in 2023. And the sense that, to be honest, at the end of 2022, I thought I'd be in Montreal by February and then started uh, and then starting a master's in um, Amsterdam in September 23. And this is absolutely not what I did. <laughs> but the thing is, I didn't have a defined plan. However, I knew I had different different kind of plans, different options that I wanted in the sense that I knew I wanted to travel again, to go abroad and live a while in another country. I knew I wanted to study psychology and I knew I wanted to keep on uh, teaching yoga and continue to develop my business. And this leads me to lesson number two, which is plant seeds and practice non-attachment. And this is really what I have been practicing is, okay, what different option do I have? What do I want to do? Explore all the possibilities that I had. Maybe I could study abroad in another university, see if it works, because I know that in the future I'd like to settle in Switzerland. So practice in Switzerland, see how that could work. So looking at different Swiss universities and see if the programs appeal to me. And also I wanted to go and study abroad, especially I wanted to go to Montreal specifically and work in a lab that um, is talking about stress and is fascinating. So see if this could work. So really seeing and planting little seeds everywhere and then practice non-attachment. And this is something that practicing non-attachment is a theory that I knew, but this year is this year was really the practical aspect of practicing non-attachment because I had so many projects 
that I just didn't know where it would lead to, you know. I was like, maybe I can do this, but this, there will be this. And then there was really one project that I really wanted to do, but it was also not only my decision. And I'm talking about going to study in Montreal, which I am doing, so this is amazing. Uh, but I was really not sure. So I think this is really something that I embraced and that I feel so good about it. And it also gives you this peaceful sensation of, okay, I have my different plans. I've given everything I could to make it work. And if it doesn't, I'll be okay. There is going to be another plan um, and I'll be all right, you know. And this is something that really brought me a peaceful mind. And even now I have other project and one is not even sure but I'm like I really want this but if I'm not going to have it it's going to be okay something else is going to come my way and this leads me to lesson number three which is allow yourself to change roots oh my god if you guys know me personally at least the people that know me will agree to this one is um, allow yourself to change route. I mean, it's not because you've decided that you're going to go there, that if you want to change option, you you have to stick to this one. And I think by allowing yourself to change route, allowing yourself to change plan broadens the possibilities. So for example, I wanted to go for an exchange semester abroad and the destination changed a lot. So for example, I wanted to go to Australia. This didn't change, but this didn't work. This is a perfect example. I really wanted to go to Australia. I wanted to go to Australia already for my bachelor. However, COVID happened. Um, so I was like, okay, I really want to go for my master's abroad. This would be an amazing opportunity to live six months in a country that is so far from Switzerland. And that seems amazing. Um, however, at first I could. Uh, there was uh, an agreement with my university and the University of Sydney. And then finally, it didn't happen, you know. And this is where I was like, okay, I'm pivoting. Let's go there. And then I allowed myself to change route. I was like, I want to challenge myself. Let's go to Japan. <laughs> and the more and more I was thinking about going to Japan, the least it appeals to me. And the reason I'm saying allowing yourself to change routes really helped me is because I am not telling myself you cannot do this. The fact that I allow myself to imagine the possibility of doing it, for example, if I take Japan, the possibility of going there, I'm allowing myself to imagine myself there. And I have this thing where I kind of really live the thing. So when I was, for example, walking by the lakeside, I was like, okay, next year maybe I'll be in a totally different environment, uh, which I think is Japan. And I really allow myself to think about this possibility and maybe make it real. And this allowed me to see if this was really what I wanted to and to see if I was really aligned with this. And this example is really one example that showed me that by allowing myself to think about it, to embrace the possibility and then think about it, showed me that 
it was not what I wanted actually and allowed myself the time to think about it to kind of live it in my body and my mind by imagining myself in Japan in Tokyo where it's a lot around me in a in a really really vibrant city and then I was like okay you know what maybe this is not what I want actually and then allow myself to train through it again pivot and then everything went in place but I had in mind allowed myself to think about everything that could happen and it's not in a sense that you cannot um, settle for something and that you're always changing and that nothing is stable. And it's not in that sense, but it's more of, okay, what do I have in front of me? I allow myself to embrace all the possibilities and then make a choice on those. And I think the best example to sum up those three lessons is my decision to go and study at a Swiss university. Because if I sum up lesson number one, I didn't have any plans, any defined plans. However, I knew what I wanted to do. I knew I wanted to study psychology. I knew I wanted to study abroad. I knew I wanted to go and work in a lab in Montreal. And I knew I wanted to continue practicing and teaching yoga. Then lesson number two, I planted seed and practiced non-attachment. So I planted seed in the sense that I reached out the lab in Montreal. I reached out the university in Switzerland. Also, I reached out the university in Amsterdam. So I had all those little seeds planted. Then number three, I allowed myself to change routes. So at first I was like, okay, I'm going to go to Montreal in February 2023 and that starts a master's in Amsterdam in September 2023. However, after a lot of thinking and after a lot of seeing my possibilities, what I wanted in the future, I thought it would be best for me to study in Switzerland. And also I still wanted to keep this idea of traveling. So by reaching out to your university, I wanted to make sure I could study abroad, I could go to this lab, and everything worked out. So I really didn't have any defined plan. However, I knew where I wanted to go. I planted seeds everywhere by contacting different universities, by contacting Montreal, by contacting the international relations in the university to see if it was doable to go abroad and then allow myself to embrace all the different possibilities of going to Amsterdam, staying in Switzerland, going abroad to Montreal and then from here make a decision. And I am so happy about where I am right now and it was a really good decision and I'm really aligned with this. Lesson number four readjusting is not failing and this is something that I learned uh, rather on the end of 2023 and it just really hit me because it was a week where I had way too much on my plate. I had the yoga challenge going on, I had the editing of the YouTube video, I had the editing of the podcast and I had like three ongoing projects at uni. And I had editing of the long duration classes to purchase on my website. So it was way too much and I just realized I was like yeah this is not doable you know and it was okay rather than a couple of years ago I guess or maybe of months ago I would have been like well it's weird I cannot do everything uh, I failed kind of this feeling where 
that week I just realized I was like nope it's too much I need to readjust it's a time where I'm testing um, my schedule I'm testing what I like I'm testing how I do it and I was so calm about this decision and just this sentence appeared in my head like okay yeah readjusting is not failing it is serving me to readjust it is serving everyone that I'm working for because if I am not in a good place I cannot offer my best and this is really when I embraced really the sensation of okay I am experimenting and if I have to readjust it is not that I am bad it is not that I didn't succeed it is not that I failed it's just I have to readjust so this was a really good lesson of 2023 readjusting is not failing, is taking care of yourself. Lesson number five goes in the same direction a little bit as lesson number four, which is allow yourself to take time. And this might look different from one person to another, but we do have time and it's important to take the time. For example, if you are this kind of person who doesn't even take a lunchtime break, maybe practice this for 2024 and allow yourself a 30-minute break. You are allowed to, you deserve to have a break. And if I take myself as an example, this would apply for text messages, even for important text messages, allowing myself to take the time to respond enables me to be in a centered place. Uh, before, if, for example, I would be in an argument, I would answer directly, whereas now I really experienced taking a little bit of time because this would allow me to gather my thoughts together and answer from a centered and more aligned and kind way, whereas if you just answer directly, this might be another part of you that is answering and not from your center. So allowing yourself to take some time, maybe meditate on that on that sentence and ask yourself, okay, what is it that I'm not taking some time for myself and I could practice this in 2024? Lesson number six is a deep one, but is really a mantra that I've been practicing more and more and that I I am really embodying is people who don't match your energy are not worth your energy. And I'm not talking about, you know, like acquaintance or random people. I mean, of course you are going to meet people who don't match your energy and you're still going to have really interesting, nice conversation and even a nice relationship with those people. However, I'm more talking about, you know, those deep people where you want to create a deep connection, a deep friendship um, with them. And when I talk about energy, it's also about core values, about how they envision friendship, what it means to them, how they act in a relationships. And everybody has different ways of being in a relationship, should it be friendship or romantic relationship. And there's no good or bad. However, you both need to meet in a place where you are both nourished. And lastly, if they don't match your energy, it doesn't mean that they are bad people or that they have bad energy. It just means that it doesn't match your energy. And that's okay, but your time and energy are precious. 
Okay, so we have two lessons left. So now it's lesson number seven. This one was a mind-shifting one, especially on a personal level. Um, it is letting the other one speak doesn't mean you agree with him or her. For some of you guys, maybe that's obvious, but to be honest, for me, it was a mind-blowing shift uh, because I really, so I really analyzed myself this year about this because I realized that weirdly, I'm going to be vulnerable here. It was hard for me to let the other one speak when we had an argument and especially when it comes to really, really close people. I'm not talking about any kind of people, but really close, like my boyfriend or my mom, I would say those are the two hardest one, but I guess it's also, you know, very close to me. So there is a lot of emotion attached to this or any person of my family, my dad, my my brother, whoever. Letting the other one speak for me meant that by me not saying anything meant that I agree with this person. And for me, it was unbearable. That's why I was like, cutting that person when he or she was speaking, which is unbearable, right? <laughs> but that was it. And then when I had the shift, I was like, I don't know how we came to this. I think we were discussing with my mom. And then I really realized, because I asked myself, um, why do I do this? You know, And this is the beautiful thing of personal development. You get to analyze yourself. You are your own guinea pig. And then by analyzing yourself, you can discover things and shift and just change and make it really easier on you and sometimes, like in that example, on other people. So letting the other one speak doesn't mean you agree with him or her. It just means that you love her or him enough to listen his or her version of the fact because we all have our own reality. And I think giving the other person the space to really express themselves is really important. And it was hard for me to do because just sitting there saying nothing, just hearing the other one saying stuff that I really don't agree with was difficult for me. But now that I'm practicing this and letting the other one speak until the end, to be honest, is really a shift. So if you're like me, or let's say at least my previous me, because I am working hard on this, and that is hard for you to just let the other one speak because you feel vulnerable, you feel that you cannot say exactly what you say, and you feel that what the other person is saying is false, well, the other person, what the other person is saying is not false, is his or her reality, like you have your own reality. And the important is to let each other speak in order to have all the version and then meet in the middle. So next time you are in an agreement and you feel this urge to just cut this person and speak, just breathe it out, think about me, and listen to this person until the end. I swear it will make a shift. Then, lesson number eight, celebrate. And for those people who know me, they will be like, what? This is not a lesson you learn. You are the most celebrity person in the entire world. And this is true. I love to celebrate. Uh, any kind of occasion is a great opportunity, occasion to celebrate, to be together, to have a party. Um, but what I wanted to say in this uh, lesson number eight is 
more on stuff that was uh, not obvious, that was that were hard. Celebrate this when you achieve them. For example, if I take the perfect example of my bachelor, my bachelor hasn't been super smooth at the end. I had to fight for it, to study very, very hard, to deal with um, different emotions. So when I had it, I was super excited, but I didn't necessarily feel the need to go, you know, to the official ceremony and go and get it. And actually, I didn't even have time to tell my parents that I was like, yeah, you know, like I'm already half, almost halfway through my master's. I, I don't care. Let's, I'll continue and, and go on. But they had already booked the night. My dad changed um, flight tickets because he was abroad. So I was like, okay, so I guess I'm going. And to be honest, it was really a really great decision because when I was there in that room, I was like, you know, girl, you did it. And it's really taking the time to know what you achieve, to cheer yourself. And when you have this big celebration, you're like, yes, I did it. And it's really important to take the time to note, to celebrate, and to give yourself all the credit for what you achieved, what you did, and to celebrate yourself. And on that celebration note, it is the end of the last episode of 2023. We went through eight lessons that I've learned in 2023. If I do a summary, we have lesson number one, which is you don't need to have a defined plan. Lesson number two, plant seeds and practice non-attachment. Lesson number three, allow yourself to change route. Lesson number four, readjusting is not failing. Lesson number five, allow yourself to take time. Lesson number six, people who don't match your energy are not worth your energy. Lesson number seven, letting the other one speak doesn't mean you agree with him or her. It means you love him or her enough to hear his or her version of the story. Lesson number eight, celebrate. And on that note, I wish you a Merry, Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and I see you in 2024. Don't hesitate to reach out if you want to chat about the podcast, the episode. If you want to let me know and share with me your lessons of 2023, I'd love to hear it. If you like and enjoy the podcast and flowing and listening to me, please leave a comment or put a star and subscribe to my podcast. Thank you so much for being part of this adventure and I see you next year.